I don't think I'm alone in thinking that uh, that the Apostle Peter is a pretty fantastic guy. Uh, I have a great affection for him. Uh, in Peter, I think we see our own struggles to fully understand and appreciate what Jesus actually is saying in the Gospels. We think to ourselves that even when he gets it wrong, it's because he's trying to help or protect Jesus. He got it wrong at the Transfiguration. He got it wrong when Jesus said he had to go to Jerusalem and be killed. Uh, He got it wrong in relation to Jesus' washing of his feet. But, we think, wouldn't we all? But here, here he passionately declares that he will lay down his life for Jesus, yet Jesus assures him that he won't. Instead, he will deny even knowing him three times within the next few hours. It is at this point that we say to ourselves, uh, to paraphrase a pretty bad meatloaf song, I won't do that. Yet, deep in our hearts, I suggest that we know that we have and that we do. I think our denial of Jesus can take three main forms. Uh, Firstly, we deny Jesus when we deny that Jesus is who he said he was. We can believe that someone or something called God exists, that Jesus is God's great teacher and prophet, but not believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Jesus is returning to the Father, not going to meet him for the first time. Jesus was with God and was God in the beginning and will be with us to the very end of the age. Jesus says earlier in this gospel that no one who denies the Son has the Father and whoever confesses the Son has the Father also. Secondly, we deny Jesus by not acknowledging him before others. When I worked in the city, I personally struggled with this a great deal. In the workplace lunchroom or the neighbourhood barbecue, the conversation can often turn um, to all sorts of things, but it may turn to Christians believing in a fairy tale or an invisible friend in the sky. Our words to defend and promote Jesus as Lord of the earth somehow get stuck in our throat. They just don't come out. Later, we burn with shame, just as Peter will do the very next morning. However, in these situations, once we stick up for Jesus once, for the first time, and always choosing our words wisely, something happens. In my experience, I expected mocking, but God instead, but got instead, um, if not respect, then certainly tolerance. And later we are filled with a great joy. We have no idea how God will use the words we speak or into whose ear and heart God will plant that word. And finally, and most obviously, we deny Christ when we don't walk the talk. We can profess to have a relationship with the Father in and through Jesus Christ, but our way of actions, our way of life and our actions belie this. Faith in Jesus will always change the way we live. 
Not weirdly, but beautifully. I find this particularly so in our own families. We can go out in the world and be vocal in our faith at church, but when it comes to our own families, we can sometimes only see our anger and our pain. We can perpetuate old family disputes and antagonisms. Growing up can scar us. Family life is not the safe haven that it should be for some of us. We need them to understand how hurt we are. But by choosing to forgive and allowing Jesus to take on our pain, miracles happen in families. We can bring these miracles about by being the first to forgive, by being the first to break an estrangement. By doing these things, we proclaim Christ, not deny him. Amen.